Memorial Health System provides comprehensive health services that meet the needs of the region we serve. And we are proud to present Memorial Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Heart disease is the number one killer of men and women and is more deadly than all forms of cancer combined. So today we're talking about heart health, and my guest is John Arnold. He's a nurse practitioner with the Marietta Memorial Hospital, Department of Cardiology at Memorial Health System. John, tell us about the prevalence of heart disease today, and and what what are you seeing at the hospital as far as people coming in with heart disease? Well, you know, Heart disease is the, as you said, it's the leading cause of death in the United States today. Um, um, between heart disease and strokes, it costs the United States about three hundred twenty billion dollars annually. And what I see in in the hospital, and amazingly enough, it seems that my patients are getting younger and younger. Um, I, I see a lot of forty something, fifty something year old patients with cardiovascular disease, and it's, uh, well, I'm 50-something, so it's kind of scary for me. Well, me too. I'm in my 50s as well. And tell us the risk factors. Why do you think you're seeing younger people coming up with heart disease? What are some of the main risk factors we should be aware of? The main risk factors for heart disease are hypertension, uh, high cholesterol, smoking is a big one, diabetes, sedentary lifestyle, and obesity. Tell us about symptoms. How would somebody know if they have heart disease? And as we understand it, symptoms are different for heart disease in women and in men. So how are we supposed to even know that we have it? You know, it's it's actually very rare that we see the classic crushing chest pain with the shortness of breath that you see on television. Um, I, a lot of the symptoms are a lot more subtle what I see here in the office. You know, I see a lot of... Uh, Patients, they'll come in and they say, you know what, I've been short of breath over the last, whatever, two to six months and it, 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 with exertion. You know, when they, they notice them when they go up a flight of stairs, for instance, you know, I just I have to stop and catch my breath. Or um, another hallmark symptom that I see in my, in my practice is uh, fatigue. A lot of these patients will complain about, you know, I just feel tired, I've, uh, you know, and they've felt tired for the last three to six months. And that's, 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 like I said, that's not the, that's what I'm seeing in the office. Those aren't the classic symptoms that we were, that I was raised on as a nurse way back when. So one of the things that people wonder about is stress. Can that contribute to heart disease? As we're talking about heart health today, John, we want to give some really good workable things that people can try at home to reduce some of their risk factors. Where does stress fit into that picture? Stress is a big factor um, because stress leads to high blood pressure, for one, and high blood pressure can contribute to heart disease. But then if they're, I mean, you've heard of stress tests, obviously, everybody has. Well, a stress test is where we uh, cause stress on the heart. And so by causing stress on the heart, that if you've got a small blockage there, or a moderate-sized blockage, when the heart is stressed, then those vessels constrict, making that moderate blockage even worse. So that's that's kind of where, in my head, that's where I, I equate stress to. You know, the stress test is actually a stress test. So actually, outside stress, like everyday life, you know, we all have stress. And the, the problem is, is so many of us don't necessarily know how to control it, and, and we can't really control it. But the, the biggest key is how to manage it 
and I know control and manage is kind of a synonymous term, but in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, we need to do something to decrease our stress load. Like, as you said earlier, exercise is a, is a great stress reliever for sure. So let's talk about some of those lifestyle modifications, including exercise. So first of all, how much exercise do we need to do to really reduce our risk of heart disease? Um, current guidelines is 30 minutes once a week. I don't agree with that guidelines. I encourage my patients to get 30 minutes of exercise three times a week. Um, you know, it. but the recent studies are showing that 30 minutes is uh, once a week is equivalent. But like I said, I like my patients to be as active as they can be. And, you know, exercise, uh, you used to think classically aerobic exercise like running or uh, biking or swimming, something that's going to keep your heart rate up uh, was good. But um, it's also been shown that something like weightlifting can increase your heart rate and can give you the same benefits. And what about our diet, John? How does that contribute or help? Heart disease, if we if we are eating a lot of fish, getting our omega-3s from avocados and things like that, or if we're eating fried and processed food, how, how does that work into this heart disease picture? Um, diet has a big factor. You know, we're, we're the Big Mac generation. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have said that, but I did. Um, but, I mean, we're the fast food generation, and so all those fatty, processed foods are just not good for you. Um, now. I, I think I tell my patients, you know, because most of my patients, I live in Southeast Ohio, so most of us are meat eaters. So I tell them, you know, limit your red meat intake to once a week and then get your proteins from, from white meat, like chicken or fish. Fish is a great one because, like you said, it has the omega-3s in it. And then most people, a lot of people don't eat a lot of vegetables and leafy green vegetables are great. Um, and I don't, you know, fruits, I, I recommend fruit uh, limit the fruit intake. You know, one serving a day, I think, is the current guidelines. But, uh, you know, get most of your nutrition from vegetables and white meats. How important, if you are on medications for high blood pressure or cholesterol, how important is it that you take your medications as, as prescribed and really wrap it up for us? What would you like the listeners to know and take forward with this about maintaining good heart health and the things that we can do right now today to help our hearts? Okay. Um, cholesterol medicines, for sure, take it uh, because whether or not you have heart disease, High cholesterol can lead to plaque buildup in those arteries. So, you know, it's very important to take cholesterol medicines. Hyper, antihypertensive medicines are very important because hypertension is, like I said, a risk factor of heart disease, and it can it can really stress the heart. We talked about stress earlier, and, and hyper, high blood pressure can really stress the heart and can stretch out those chambers and those walls. The biggest takeaway, uh, we got to be active. And, you know, not we can't necessarily prevent heart disease because, unfortunately, for some of us, heredity plays, plays a big factor. But we can certainly limit that, limit the impact that heart disease is going to have on us by, you know, keeping our cholesterol under control and exercise. We got to build up our heart muscle. You know, uh, and that's exactly it. Heart is a muscle. We have to keep that muscle strong so that it will continue to do its job for us. 
Thank you so much, John, for coming on today and telling us about things that we can do to maintain good, healthy hearts. Thank you again. You're listening to Memorial Health Radio with Memorial Health System. For more information, please visit mhsystem.org. That's mhsystem.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.